Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Friday the 2nd of August. Coming up, Uni of Kent graduates help make new Lion King. We do really well with our students and they do go on to uh, work on Oscar winning movies um, almost every year. In cricket, Kent continue unbeaten run in the T20 blast. I think our bowling's looking really good and, and I'm confident if we post a good score that we've got the guys to defend it. And in football, Gillingham prepare to get their season underway. We've got a tough start, but hey, listen, it's 46 games, 23 home and away. Three points in August are as good as in March and April. And uh, we need to be ready when we go to Doncaster. Kent Online News. First today, a man's been arrested after armed police were called to a block of flats in Medway. A disturbance broke out between two people who were thought to know each other on Short's Way in Rochester just before half ten last night. Officers were at the scene for more than seven hours and seized a knife. The man in his 40s is being held on suspicion of a public order offence. New figures show three in five deaths from crashes in Kent happen on rural roads. There have been 223 collisions in the county in the last five years, with more than 300 casualties and 51 deaths. More than half the drivers involved were younger than 34. A Maidstone man's been jailed for six years for his involvement in a county lines network supplying Class A drugs in the town. Police discovered 36-year-old Andrew Hitchman was responsible for potential deals of heroin and crack cocaine in April and arrested him at his home in Square Hill. A dealer's also been locked up for more than three years. There are concerns a camp set up by homeless people in Maidstone could cause a health risk. At least three tents have been pitched in the undergrowth on the balming side of the river Medway near the Tovel footbridge. People who live in the area say the rough sleepers have been there for three weeks and are using the bushes as a toilet. Kent Online reports. Footage has emerged of the moment a man's bike was crushed by a lorry during an animal export protest in Ramsgate. Oh my god! The man was cycling slowly in front of lorries carrying a total of 1,500 live sheep and calves yesterday morning and only managed to jump off the bike in time before it was run over. Around 40 animal rights campaigners were gathered there and after it happened they started chanting this at the lorry driver. Well, they were there to raise awareness of the long journey the animals have already suffered when they arrive at the port to be sent abroad. Kent Online News. A woman's been ordered to pay more than £2,000 in fines and court costs after rubbish was dumped illegally in Ashford. Officers investigating fly tipping on Creel Lane near Shaddockshurst at the start of this year found items identifying her in the waste. She failed to respond to the council when they tried to ask her how they'd got there. A 12-year-old boy's had a lucky escape after falling 30 feet down a quarry at an army barracks in Medway. At Kent Online, you can see the moment he was winched to safety after it happened while he was riding his bike at Brompton Barracks in Chatham. He was flown to hospital but didn't suffer any serious injuries. Council bosses in Thanet have agreed to sell Dreamland. The amusement park in Margate's been owned by the authority since 2013 and they've put millions of pounds into regenerating and reopening it. 
it. It's now going to be bought by the company that currently runs it in an effort to secure its long-term future. A pink cockatoo's been stolen while in Kent filming a new TV series produced by the team behind the Avengers and Game of Thrones. Boo was taken from a van outside the Holiday Inn in Rochester a few weeks ago. The bird's thought to be worth £1,000 and is starring in a sci-fi period drama called The Nevers, which is made by American TV channel HBO. Kent Online Showbiz. A group of former University of Kent students have helped make one of the biggest movies of the year. Five graduates worked on the animation and production of Disney's new Lion King remake, which has made more than £36 million in the UK box office since coming out in cinemas here two weeks ago. KMTV's Louisa has been chatting to Blaine Epsley, who's a lecturer in digital arts and technology at the uni. How much of an achievement is this? Oh, it's huge. Um, it's really set the boundaries of what visual effects can achieve nowadays. Um, I've even heard visual effects artists themselves confusing the film uh, for a live action movie, when in reality it's a completely animated movie, just like Toy Story. And in terms of the alumni from the University of Kent, this isn't the first time that they've been involved in major box office projects. No, it's not. Yeah, they, um, we, we do really well with our students and um, they do go on to uh, work on Oscar-winning movies um, almost every year. Um, a lot of people assume that all the visual effects in the Hollywood movies these days are done in uh, America and Hollywood. It's, it's not. It's all done in London and we have students working on movies um, in the box office every single week. And we're seeing a lot of these remakes, particularly from Disney, of old classic cartoons. Uh, how much, how important is are these new visual effects and these new techniques for the cinema industry? Yeah, they're super important. I think that um, the, uh, the, the the level is always improving. Um, it pushes us as tutors, as lecturers, um, and it pushes the students as well. It sets their aspirations to be really high. Um, and the main thing is that these students really, really want to work on these top-level movies, and they work super hard to get there. Um, and you know, this this goes to show in, in the work that we see today. And it, as, as you mentioned, the industry is is, um, is always fast-paced, it's fast-moving, it's also quite cutthroat. What are some of the skills that uh, students that go through uh, your programme um, kind of have to learn? Um, so we build it up from the basics uh, with our undergraduate courses. Um, we're uh, currently going through clearing at the moment, so you can still apply. Um, and they will learn everything from uh, basic drawing skills and digital painting skills, which are super important, um, all the way up through the technical skills that they need to work on these Hollywood blockbusters. Kent Online Sport. Cricket and Kent have continued their unbeaten run in the T20 Blast with a victory over Middlesex at Lords. They won by 28 runs last night, making it five wins from five in the competition so far this season. Batsman Alex Blake top scored for Kent, finishing on 60. Not out. He says it wasn't easy to beat Middlesex, who are currently one place below them at the top of the South Group. We've seen that they've been doing well, um, and they welcome back three pretty high-profile names tonight. In obviously, like I say, Morgan, AB, and um, Sterling. So we knew they were going to be a, a tough um, outfit to, to outbeat. Um, but I mean, the way we're playing at the moment, um, I keep saying it. Credit to our bowling attack; they've been brilliant in these first five games. Um, and we seem to have found a bit of momentum um, and as long as may it continue. Another tough game tomorrow in Sussex, so um, we've got to keep doing the business um, and hopefully uh, we can go six from six, hopefully. Our attack is uh, pretty pacey and I think that's what they 
sort of structure their team on a bit with time and mills. I think Archer's going to play and Chris Jordan, you know, they've got sort of extreme pace. Uh, and it's usually a pretty quick, quick wicket down at home. So um, hopefully we can keep doing our stuff, use the pace, play in our fashion and um, whatever we do, battle bowl, post another score or chase it down. So we'll, we'll go down confident. Um, obviously they got to the final last year and they know it. And they know how to go about their business. So if we stick to our, our tasks, though, we should be okay. I think we were probably underdogs, um, and now we're starting to build a, a bit of a run. Um, people might be starting to talk about us. Um, the two big games this week, Oval and Laws, like you say, they're always great crowds. Unfortunately, a bit of rain the other night at the Oval, but they're always um, exciting games to play in. And I think the way we're playing at the moment, we're just taking it all in, and, and everyone's enjoying each other's company and, and backing each other to do their business and, and looks to be playing off at the moment. It hasn't clicked quite in terms of the whole band unit, um, but Bilbo keeps saying in the team talks after, look, if every one of the batsmen wins one game each, um, and that includes the bowlers, they win one game each, then we, you're looking at 11, 12 games won already. Um, so yeah, there wasn't necessarily a plan. I think we try and run hard as we can. I think Hino, um, is, is sort of top of the pile in terms of running between the wickets. We look to scamper pretty hard um, and build partnerships. And I think tonight it just happened there towards the end. It was nice to get a hundred partnership with Hino. Um, but yeah, not really anything said. I'll just guess it one of those nights. Kent will hope to continue their 100% record when they travel to take on Sussex tonight. On to football now and Gillingham get their season underway this weekend with a trip to Doncaster Rovers. It'll be the first proper test for manager Steve Evans who took over at the club in June. Joe's been catching up with the Jules boss to get his thoughts on tomorrow's game. No, it's going to be tough, isn't it? We spoke a bit to the players about our introduction to the season. You know, we go to Doncaster they were very, very unfortunate in the playoffs last year. They lost to Charlton after being, I think even Charlton fans would accept they're now in the championship. But the best team over the two games was Doncaster Rovers, and but they didn't score, they didn't win the penalty shootout, and that can happen. Um, they've brought a new manager in. They believe they're going to be stronger. I've heard the chief exec Gavin, who I know really well, Gavin Baldwin, talk about their minimum objective is the playoffs. So that's a tough introduction. Followed by Burton Albion, who were the who were the form team at the end of last season. Or by the last day, I think they lost at Porsche. But apart from that, they were the form team. And, and Nigel, again, I was speaking to Cloughy this morning, and, and he's hopeful of a real good season. So every club wakes up on, on the day that the season unfolds and we all have ambitions and aspirations. But we've got a tough start. But hey, listen, it's 46 games, 23 home and away. Three points in August are as good as in March and April. And, and we need to be ready when we go to Doncaster. And yeah. um, looking at... What needs to maybe improve on last season? Obviously, you weren't here last season, but looking at some of the stats from last year, 52 percent, more than half of the games here were lost. Is that some an area that you want to improve on? Well, absolutely. Home form is home form is key. I think it's tough. You know, when I was at Peterborough last year, we our chairman openly said, "I think I lost my job because our home form wasn't good enough." Mind you, I don't think we lost many. We drew a lot, but we won every game away. So there was a balance why we were up there. Um, listen, home form is pivotal. This, this place is pivotal with the rain amend in the background. I've come here many a time out of that tunnel and had to put my crash helmet on. And because it's a tough environment, it's a tough place to come. The supporters work hard for the money every week. And, and they want a certain standard. And the certain, the certain standard is passion, commitment, effort, and giving everything for the cause. And that was their biggest feeling last year. Not so much not having good players because we had good players. Well, that's it for now. But for more news throughout the day, you can head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.